Uh, I can think of a few people having more fun out there than Cam Newton. Like who? Um, certain running backs agents because they just got paid aid. Certain agents, agents in general, and this is like a great yeah, time. Ag- yeah, agents in general. You're right. They call it free agency for a reason because agents get paid. They get their fucking twelve percent on the on the contract signing bonus. They get paid. Welcome to twelve percent. Uh, I don't know. No, I'm talking out of my ass. I'm talking a bunch of shit that I don't know. <laughs> As per usual, you've joined us on More of the Bay. I talk a bunch of shit. My name's Kyle. My name is Nick, and he talks. He, he I talk sh- I, a little less shit, but it's still a lot of shit. He tries to Nick at least tries to come correct. He tries to uh, he tries to make it sound like he knows what he's talking about. He at least makes he presents himself well. Rarely do do rarely do I ever. It's just a good front. Nick's the guy in the suit. I'm the guy in the board shorts that are saying, "What's up, bitches?" They're not even board shorts. These khakis. Yeah. So what's up? Where the where the bay? Thank you for joining us, everybody. I know it's been a long week of news and entertainment and the uh, the sports world. Lots of things have happened since we last talked. Lots of our bold predictions. Nick, your bold prediction went up in a blaze of glory, as I knew it would. Yeah, well, you know. For those that didn't know, last week Nick's like, oh, no one's going to get signed first day of signing day. Or yep. fr- free agency. And uh, that went up in... in, uh, in well, you could have warned me. I could. I told you. I was like, uh, "That's the when has that ever happened?" Yeah, no, you probably did tell me. Answer is never. Uh, we're coming to you live from the the St. Pete Clearwater Joint Studios. I'm I'm a scant uh, three miles away from the St. Petersburg Grand Prix, as I found out this afternoon. And all the background, the V10s yep. revving. <laughs> Like all pretty much, pretty much, yeah. So that's what I have to look forward to this weekend. And traffic isn't the traffic going to be terrible? Traffic's usually not too bad because you can get off. It depends on like the exit that you get off of. All the all the idiots get off at the downtown exits. If you take the Tropicana Field exits, you're 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 golden, golden. Poker face, Marquise Johnson, Anthony Strike Twice TV joining us in the mixer chat. So I'm sure they'll be offering their their takes and opinions as we proceed here today on Warren Paperback. <laughs> what are we going to get into first? Well, I mean, I think the 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 bigger day would be the talk about free agency. Yeah, but everybody's here to hear to listen to talk about free agency. They want to hear us talk about free agency. The people well, want free agency. Yeah, I got to save that for the end. Okay. Gotta, well, it's called burying the lead, son. We're going to talk about uh, a certain running back that may or may not have been re-signed to a five-year, seventy or thirty-five point seven million dollars numbers contract. number contract. We might talk about that guy a little bit later, but that's we're saving that for later. Let's talk about uh, Jonathan Druin. Yeah. So is his is his suspension fully lifted or just temporarily? Who or gives what, a f- was it, what a- who gives a fuck? He's eating crow. Welcome back. <laughs> He's eating, is he eating crow? Yeah, he is. He's back with a tail, his tail between his legs. He made a big old stink because, and then now what for what? For nothing. Yeah, that kid that went home is like, no. And then he comes back out. I don't have anybody else to play with. Yeah. We've all, we've all been through this whole shit show, and we have nothing to show for it. We're, we're, nobody's, nobody's any better. 
Our team is our team is worse than it was starting off. Jonathan Druin's worse than than he was starting off. You know, he's Jonathan Druin now with a, an attitude problem and a month off of hockey. Uh, the Lightning are a team that has a, a, a third overall pick that just doesn't want to be there, or at least shown that he doesn't want to be there. And it was well, all for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it was for all for a bunch of bullshit. It's uh, hap- that's what happens when you get to listen to your parents when you should be an adult. That's speculation. Who knows what? Who the hell he was listening to? Speculation. It's news for a reason. Hey, it's 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 hockey, and hockey uh, wouldn't be hockey if it weren't for the the parents living vicariously through their children and pushing them beyond the sixth grade to play hockey. He's like, no, I want to play video games to stay inside. Shut up, get into the ring. Exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So I'm. I don't know. I'm sure that they. Uh, they had a little something to say about it, but I, I think from what I'm reading, I think that like both sides are kind of open to, uh, you know, in returning to the big club, you know, they're open for a reunion of sorts, or at least they're both open to, to patching the relationship up. I think Jerome's kind of uh, humbled by the experience and Eisenman certainly has said the right things in the media by saying, you know, He's always welcome back, and the door's still open, and all that kind of stuff. He no, you know, he was never condemned. I don't think he openly. ever. Ha- I don't think ha- someone has to say that, but no, he pretty much had to say that. What's that? He's always welcome back. Like, what are you going to do? Damn, damn him to the minors. Condemn him damn to him? hell. Yeah. Look, if Donald Trump were running our organization, they'd be like, "Hey, that kid, that uh, that drone kid's a loser. He's a loser. He's not a good person. He's not a good person." I'm building a that wall. Kid's a cuck. Yeah. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Take his take his jersey. Don't yeah. give him his jersey. Listen, we don't need people like like Jonathan Jordan on our team. You become Reagan. That's a, is that Reagan? I don't know. I still don't know how to do a, a good Trump. That's a good thing. He's a he's a New York and New York accent. Just pretend to be an asshole and try harder. I could I could do Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, but one percent. No, that's still Obama. Five percent of of Americans. <laughs> You're living more, off of more more jowl in there. He's uh, he's much more cheeky. Back in 1995, I protested <laughs> the the six percent of people that took the, to the airwaves about uh, the the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they were playing in Tropicana Field. Then five percent of the fans were. And that's how you, that's how you do Bernie Sanders. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, Trump. I don't know. Trump. Trump's down here. He says he he says shit like this. Ask, it's ask gonna me be, about it. People love me. People love me. Pe- people, th- they love me. I don't know how to do them. Don't know how to do them. Not even going to try. But if Donald Trump were running this organization, Drew, he'd tell Drew to go fuck himself, like, on Twitter. And, like, he'd go to Fox News for some reason. They're like, why are you here, Donald Trump? I don't know. To tell you about Jonathan Druin. He, uh, uh, I think it could have been handled a lot worse. Could have been handled a lot better, granted. But, um... I th- I oh, think that both either ways. I want to I want to be I want to be hopeful that maybe the doors open and maybe maybe everything will be candy king candy canes and gumdrops and Jonathan Druin comes back and you know all is right with the world again. Maybe he takes out a page out of Marty's uh, book and sucks it up for long enough to be a professional hockey player. Yeah, and- take the L, kid. Take the L. Come on home. Play, play, you know, play for Syracuse. Work your way up, and all of a sudden you're on the big. You're on the big team. Seriously, who if if he does well, if he did well in Syracuse, 
you got to think he's a weeks at very most from being back on the lightning. Yeah. Like now he's turned it into this big old thing. I'd I would say so. I'd say that he's um no, I don't know. Weeks. I think he's being what we all prefer to as being a baby. Weeks is maybe a little bit too uh, ambitious for me, sir. But I really. Oh yeah, come on, come on. But I, I, I for just for the the PR of it all alone, I don't think that you're going to see him on the team for a while. He's got to earn it now. He's got to extra earn his lumps. You know, now oh, he's, he's got to extra meant, earn his. He originally his went down. Oh, when he originally went down. Yeah, like yeah. If he played ball or. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was whatever a, the term would be. Yeah, he'd have been back on the big team, I'm sure. And he, you know, he'd probably be playing on the team right now for all intents and purposes. But um, there you go with that. There saying, I go man. with that saying again. There I go doing it. I I think oh boy, here I go murdering again. <laughs> I think that if he, um, I don't know, perhaps perhaps uh, due to an injury, one of our one of our uh, um, one of our wings goes down, and. That's what I'm saying. It's like if come playoff time and he's the healthiest, you know, wing we have, he's going to come up there and he's going to produce and he's going to play. And he's going to lead us to a Stanley Cup and everybody's going to get free hand jobs and oh, wow. we're going to solve, right. we're going to cure AIDS. It's all going to happen. Thanks to Jonathan H. I don't know if his middle name's H, but thanks to Jonathan H. Druin. No. Do it. Why? For Jesus H. Christ. Jesus H. Christ. He's the, yeah. he's the savior of the franchise. There. All right. He's the next Lecavier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that, that kid's going to be the Michael Jordan of hockey. Here's what's going to happen. Instant curse. Do you think? Do you think come summertime? I mean, this is all going to rear his ugly head again. Summertime. The, oh, uh, yeah. the trade rumors. I, it's <laughs> barring some kind of like miracle, he comes back on the team, and him and John Cooper are seen hugging on the ice and hamming up and laughing. He's going to. It's going to be like, okay, so what's going to happen over the summertime? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's if he's smart, he learned from the first time, and he just comes in and shuts his mouth and gets traded. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would hope the second time around the boy would learn some patience. Learn some patience, young man. Get your shit together, Jonathan Druin. For reals this time. I don't mean I don't mean for play play I mean for real real not for real not for real real not for play play, play. play. yeah <laughs> let's see let me share this via a copy of the link copy link to tweet how about that I'm gonna retweet out this motherfucking live on mixer we're live on mixer for those listening on the podcast that this means nothing to you if you're listening on iTunes or Blog Talk Radio we've already done this. We've already done this. So, what, what do you make of the uh, the Lightning's power play or lack thereof? I believe it's going to come up and bite us in the ass. And I, I don't know. I just I've never seen a successful team make it and have a deep run to the Stanley Cup with a at least below medium. Uh, power play because you 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 have to be able to do something with one extra guy. Really, I mean it's it's fundamentals. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at uh, stats. These are from Sports Talk Florida. Faceoff percentage. Um, uh, the uh, faceoff percentage via war on ice. I guess is what they. Uh, Tampa Bay in 66 games. Uh, their percentage is 48 percent with 
193 faceoff wins and 206 faceoff losses. Oof. Uh, the shot percentage, Tampa Bay uh, in 66 games. Let's see. What is this? What is this? I don't know how to read this. I need Anthony for with me. Look at the shot percentage. 84.5. I don't know if that's good or bad. Hopefully that's good. <laughs> I see shots four, so I'm guessing that's shot SF percentage. I'm guessing that's shots four. Yeah. And then S plus minus 218. Shots shots four percent or something. I don't know. <laughs> I guess John Cooper today was like heard yelling angrily correcting the lightning and power play practice telling them to shoot telling them to shoot the puck when they touch it no passing shoot the goddamn puck um that loss against philadelphia was a fucking joke Uh, i think going into the the second or third period we had like eight shots to their uh i think they 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 like i think they tripled us on shots which is which shouldn't should never happen i have to say i have not been watching you son of a bitch you, I know, I know. You dirty know. son of a bitch. Right now, I'm the worst person in the room. If I was Donald Trump, I'd have you out on your ass. Whoa. <laughs> I'd have you gone. Um yeah. It's uh it's it's a it's a problem that we had last year and continue to have and one would think that if we had a, a top draft pick that needed to be traded you would trade him away for some power play help but that didn't happen i guess we didn't get the the price that we wanted so here we are with a team that uh is has won a franchise record nine games and has lost the last two after that so okay so don't ask why or how and i know a guy but i watched the boston feed and their guys. You they're wa- hey, 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 hey! You watched on uh, on the uh, NHL app, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what you did. Legit. Well, completely, one hundred percent legit. Well, the the Boston announcers were talking about how teams that go on long, long winning streaks after they lose their their first one, they don't tend to just lose one. They tend to lose two or three or four, and. It it tends to even you know he says uh, NHL has a way of evening itself out right so it's kind of like when you go on a diet for a month and then like your first day after that you eat a bunch of cake and and pizza you're like oh I gained three pounds well yeah, yeah. you had three pounds of cake <laughs> what the fuck do you want? <laughs> yeah um it's it just makes me wonder which it's like the doctor doctor uh, Jekyll and Mister Hyde season of like which which lightning team is this and it they've been it's been such a weird way that we've been winning and it's streaks yeah and i guess again we've said it's that's i mean you got to win a lot more than 9 games in, uh to uh to clinch a Stanley Cup i just don't know that this team has yeah, especially if when if you look back when we started that 9 game winning streak we were on a bubble and then right. we rattle off 18 points. I mean, who knows what hap- what can happen in the playoffs? And who- well, yeah, Anthony, as Anthony said in the, in the chat, every team is streaky. Yes, but I think more so the Lightning than other teams. And especially it's exaggerated streaks. Yeah. it's well, that's. I guess he is right in the sense that when you have these long – you have sports like baseball and hockey that have these long seasons. It's kind of it's – a, it's a war of attrition. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So – you know, you just make it to the playoffs and then you turn it on there. But it's, I mean, 
from what you see, it's it's just troubling. I don't, I, you know, I'm not saying we're a bad team. It's just troubling. It's you know, there, there's a lot of trends that the, the team uh, has shown over this year that have just not. Uh, you know the the lack of of shooting in some games, or the the lack of power play or special teams. Uh, sometimes it's the, well, actually, no. Sometimes it's the goaltending, but those are few and far between. Because Jesus H Christ, it was Vasilevsky, was he on fire or what? Um, for the uh, uh, the Philadelphia game. Oh, he was going. That was an embarrassing game. to face that many shots and and. Uh, he kept it reminded it. me of the the olden or the uh, the early two thousand Florida Panthers with uh, Roberto Luongo. They would get like routinely fifty, sixty shots against. I know you you haven't seen uh, much, but ha- did you happen to catch the highlight of that two on one where um, the Philadelphia had two? He, they you know two guys are coming up the ice clean, super I clean. I watched the two on zero. They had all fucking day. Yeah, two on zero. I'm sorry, two on zero. I'm, I'm I'm saying one because. I'm picking Vassy's Vass the one, but yeah, yeah, two on zero is is two on zero, and you know it wasn't it wasn't like a a, a breakaway and they were skating away from the no. It's like they had all day to pass it, do whatever fucking deke, do whatever you know fancy thing that they want, and Vassy stonewalled them. That was a beautiful play. Yeah, how did? But the, the thing is, is how did it get to that point? Like great, yes. I'm happy he made the two on zero save, but why did someone, he have a two on zero? Someone done fucked up on the point. Someone should have been on that someone blue line. Goofed. Someone done goof. Let the puck behind them, and then all of a sudden, Nesterov. Oh, was it Nesterov? That's what. That's what Anthony struck. I love having saying. Anthony here. Yeah. He's the lightning wealth. Yeah, someone was not playing the point very well, and <laughs> let two behind them clean. I think. I mean, I've never seen a more clean. Uh, two on zero than that it's just like you know how you usually see like a breakaway two on one or two on zero, you know whatever and it's and it's usually it's yeah it's a two on one or something but they're usually like skating the fuck away from them and the guy's right on their heels but like this it just seems like they were just there alone <laughs> and Vassy still stopped them so that was a beautiful play and to lose that game was heartbreaking and also the boston game where you just it's one nothing no, and boston you just do nothing it's that's terrible two two just kind of crushing losses after a nine-game win streak. That's just yeah. Well, we managed to point out of one of them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I know that's a the loser mentality, but if I'm going to lose, I'd rather go down with the point. Yeah, yeah no, I, I I agree with that. I think that that's all I had for the Lightning. Anton Strawman, he's looks like he's gonna. Uh, I guess he practiced today, so it looks like he's not going to be out missing much time. I guess he had some kind of illness. Which is huge because you don't want to lose Strawman, and no, you can't lose Strawman. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that's that's all I had for as, as far as hockey goes. I was going to bring no. Well, we started talking. Oh, you about had a question. It, I was going to bring up Vasilevsky's. Um, Didn't you have a, qu- a thing that made that would make us and all the listeners go? Hmm. Okay, no, yeah. So my hmm moment <laughs> is. <laughs> Well, I we kind of talked about it earlier with Druin, but I wanted to know if if push comes to shove, do you think Cooper, for the best of the team, say we get it bit by the injury bug, hardcore, would Druin come back and, and see time? Oh, but sure. Oh, we sure. We kind of answered that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're that's right. That's the hmm, but we, uh, we kind of just trounced on it. That's a good, no, that's a good question. That's valid. I, th- I think 
I think you got to. You got to. You got to. It's next man up, and you got to put your your best foot forward. So, yeah, definitely. definitely. I, as Anthony just put anything to win. No, watch Cooper's like super bitter. He's like, "Fuck that guy." Yeah, but Coop, uh, we not don't, a good look, Coop. Got the playoffs going up. Yeah, you know what? He embarrassed me. I'll let him back on the team when he could do a two on or one on one. Gordon Bombay, John Cooper having this conversation in the corner within uh, eyesight of Drew, and I don't care. Yeah. No, you can't. You, you, no, you, you not let him back in. You will not embarrass me again. <laughs> I will not have him on my team. It's like he's getting loud. The reporter's like, huh? Yeah. Is it? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, and then Eisenman puts his like dad. <laughs> Eisenman. John or uh, Jonathan Druin can come back when he can beat Iserman and Cooper in a one-on-one. Uh, for you know, gotta just, go th- gotta get all three posts. Yep, and then, and then you can go back and play. Yep, that's all you gotta do. It's pretty easy. I mean, you're you're what? He's like he's like a baby. What is he? Sixteen? So like he's he's got. <laughs> he's, <laughs> all right, so you got acted like he was. All right, Iserman, go to go to fight that twelve-year-old. Yeah, go beat go beat up that baby. Like what? Just do it. It's like Fight Club. Okay. <laughs> And then we get him arrested. Ha! What are your contracts? That's how Druin comes back. He has his <laughs> lawyer, father influence, get our GM arrested. If we can't have him, nobody can have him. Let that be a lesson to any prospect out there. Oof. Ooh. Okay. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know if you how much attention have you been paying to the to spring training? I went to a game. Oh, how was that? You went to a game in Sarasota. Sarasota. Yeah. Pirates. It was amazing. It, it, it was the coolest experience I've had in baseball in a long time. And unlike when I went to Port Charlotte for the Stone Crabs, this stadium, I paid for actual tickets. Like, right. And I spent a lot of money. Actually, I, I spent $45 a piece on these tickets. Wow. So you must I have know, been right, right there. But, um, I got five rows up and one past the dugout on nice right side. On third base line, third base, uh, uh, thir- yeah. Well, it was the race dugout, but it was a uh, third third baseline. So Sarasota, so that's the Pirates, right? Uh, no, it's the it's Ed Smith Stadium. Is the Baltimore Orioles? The Orioles. Oh yes, yes, yes. Actually, and that's was, an old stadium. Yes, it is. Yeah, yes, it is. And that that was part of the charm of it. It was it was actually rather of a unique experience for somebody who watches baseball in a stadium where it's like artificial noise and crowd chain you know just a, a bunch of bells noise. and whistles yeah well the 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 wonder of that stadium was that they had an, a guy announce the the batter and it was from like an old system so it, it was kind of quiet honestly and after that no walk up music no music nothing just oh, you know you hear beautiful. you know, it was it was awesome. I got to hear people telling him around the corner, around the corner, like, "Oh, he's going home. Go four, four, four. And it was just like really, oh, really cool. Oh, that's gorgeous! Don't you wish sports were a little bit more of an intimate experience like that? Oh, I, I, God, I wish so. Like, yeah, like that game. I, if I could pay forty five dollars to get that experience for the Rays, I'd be there every game. Yeah, or if you can watch uh, an NFL game at a high school stadium. And you just you hear everything, and you're right there. Oh, that'd be crazy! Or if you can watch hockey and just and like a, oh gosh, I don't know. I don't know what would what would the, what would compare to that, that? the Brandon Ice Sports. Forum, I was just gonna like, say, yeah, the Brandon Ice Sports Forum, the the or the 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 uh, the, the state fairgrounds where we used to play. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just 
basically a pop tent with an ice rink underneath. I would it. love that. Yeah, that's that's great. And doesn't it, doesn't watching baseball outside make you want to have a team that plays outside? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I know. I'll tell you what though, um, uh, sitting where I was sitting, I I was intensely worried about a line drive foul balls. Oh yeah. Because yeah. one went probably. I mean, I'm not I'm not exaggerating. It was four feet above my head. But mm. I heard the things as it passed, and it hit somebody, and it was clean, like, thump. Jesus. It, 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 it worried me. I, for the rest of the game, like, I remember telling Jesse, I was like, honey, if I, uh, if I move, just don't, just put your phone down. It doesn't matter. Well, you know, even at the trop, I sit in, in uh, 309, which means basically I sit wherever I want. So <laughs> it, means, it means fuck you. It means fuck you. So, you know, we always we always have fun kind of testing to see how close we can sit. And the, the later it gets in the season and the less wins that we have, you, you know, the closer yeah, the, you can the get. the better your season tickets the, become. The, the better the tickets become. So, like, by the end of the year, I, I, you know, we were right there. And it's it's always kind of terrifying when you see that ball just go, whoosh, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, no thanks. Do not want to put my hand up for that. Like, you can – that's all you, man. Can you imagine taking somebody who's never been to a baseball game and uh, just like never seen the sports live and just be like, hey, no, I got great seats. Come on. No, no, no. We'll go here. And then just like, boom. Yeah. (laughs) Be like this terrifying sport. Fuck baseball. Oh, baseball's the best. Uh, I love it. I think that's part of the the chaos. It is. It is. I I only have a few notes on the Rays because we got to cover a lot of football. So we have a lot. Yeah. It's like we have a lot of. Yeah, that'll be on the, that'll be on the back end that's why we're we're burying the lead guys that's how it works so uh brad miller from the that our our shortstop our only shortstop lest we you know use tim beckham uh is pretty error prone this spring training uh he had one the other day he's had a he's had a he's had more errors than one should in a spring game which is concerning that's, I was just about to say that that this is where you get those kinks out, but he's making it a bit of a habit. Yeah, and apparently, uh, I think this was Tuesday after the Pirates game. He went on the backfield without Kevin Cash's knowledge, without you know anybody's knowledge. He just took took a trainer uh, or took you know took a coach and said, "Hey, let's go to the field, the, the back half field," and just did uh, a few hours of. Uh, fielding exercises just took, did some extra work Good. took some ground balls because i mean if you're not I, I don't know what it is if the guy's not setting his feet or if he's not you know seeing the ball out of his glove or or you know just or what it is or if he's if he's hurrying too much but you, at this level to make that many uh, 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 i don't know it's i got he's here for his bat you know basically is what that tells me yes and i mean He's gonna be a let's be honest. He's gonna be a pretty important part of our our lineup. Yeah, he better be. I, I don't want. I don't know if I trust Tim Beckham in there. No, I, I don't God know who no. else you put in there. If if fucking uh, Desmond Jennings or Mikey Mato can play shortstop, I'll you know come on down because we you know we have a logjam at, at at outfield. But um, I don't know. It's just just a minor concern. And then. Uh, Drew Smiley is fucking dealing. I know we had a we had a long conversation about him last podcast about you know kind of concerned about his shoulder and how many pitches does it have on it. 
but uh, he pitched today. He pitched uh, three and a third with two hits, uh, no runs, and that's the second game in a row. I think the second or third game in a row that he's done it. He's he's pitched with uh, no runs. So uh, Drew Smiley looking good in spring training. Oh yeah, lineup shape went three and a third. Lineup is uh, shaping up good. I think. Okay, so I gotta ask: Do you think our batting, our issues were from last year? Was it the lineup, or do you think it was just the meat of the lineup? Oh, it's always the lineup. It's the lineup. Last year, this was exactly what it was. I mean, last year our lineup was our lineup, and they're never gonna put runs across. So I mean, you could say that every year that it's our lineup, but in reality, what it was last year was the back end of our bullpen, and I think also what it was was this arbitrary fucking. You know, I don't know if it was a pitch count or if it was a philosophy, but like you, oh yeah, you know, the, that quick hook kind of the quick God hook. Damn, pull the guy out in the eighth, or you know, pull the guy out in the seventh, and have your seventh eighth, or the, I'm sorry, the sixth, have your seventh eighth nine guy finish the game out. Yeah, it just didn't work. That's only a system that works when you need it to. It doesn't have to be. Don't force it. Yeah, and that's that's going to be even more of a concern this year because now we we just traded away our our, our Jake. We McGee, just traded the ninth guy. Our <laughs> best bullpen arm so now you got boxberg you got alex coleman you got xavier Sedeno, you got a couple other arms uh i think we 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 picked up a guy that was that played for the braves that was their closer that's kind of like a reclamation project uh he typical raise yeah he had two or three rather tommy john surgeries so yeah he's so he's definitely with our guys you know oh yeah it's kind of like when we picked up Jason Isringhausen back in the this is kind of like one of those things where he's, if he works, he works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I forget what his name it's is. Something he's a cheap risk. He has some kind of a like ridiculous name. But, but the most raised thing that uh, that happened this week. I mean, come on, Nick. We got we got. I mean, you, surely you know about this. The most raised fucking thing to happen this week. Enlighten me. Come on. No, lighten me. Who is who is uh, who will go down and uh, raise lore? Uh, you know, from now until till you know when when our kids are our age. Who's the guy that we're going to tell them about? McGriff. Not McGriff. Um, Boggs. Not Boggs. Come on. Kenya Longoria. No, you come on. The Great Pumpkin. The Great Pumpkin. Dan Johnson. Oh my God! Dan yeah. oh, okay. fucking Johnson. Who who? Uh, what about Dan Johnson? What's going on with Dan he's, Johnson? He's back. He's back on the Rays. He's back on the Rays. Dan- oh wait! Oh, that's right. Oh wait! I do know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Yes, and he has he's acquired for a specific skill. For a specific skill, which blows my fucking mind. He's gonna be. He's reinventing himself as a knuckleball pitcher. Oh uh, well, at least you know we. It's good. he's a good roster spot. If he if he makes it and he yeah. can be a bullpen arm or something, then you know we can have him be a, a first base replacement for defense. How great would it be if it worked out? And he's <laughs> like a he's like a seventh inning fucking guy, or or even like a nine eight inning. And then and then in the ninth he goes in to to play first for the closer. Oh God, <laughs> Dan Johnson, the bullpen knuckleball closer, and like and then he's re- responsible for some kind of huge save and just becomes like the most important figure in Rays history. Like he was there, game one sixty two. Did it for, with the bat. Now. Did it watch with the bat. Do it with the arm. He was there in two thousand eight to put us in first place in Boston, and now watch him do it with the arm. Crazy. I don't know. It's just that's 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 funny to me. That's funny. I I, I see nothing but trouble all over that. Yeah. Okay. But good for him. <laughs> good for I mean, him. Yeah. I'm glad he's. I'm glad he's back. He, I mean, 
he had to he has to have something to offer because he convinced a, a bunch of major league scouts to give him a contract for his arm. Apparently, we uh, not only does he have a contract or you know whatever some sort of prospect contract. I'm sure it's. I mean, it's it's uh, pennies. You know, whatever it is com- comparatively. But I guess we hired some kind of a a, a coach as well to. We, bought, we hired him. a knuckleball coach. Yeah, we hired a, a former knuckleball pitcher to kind of coach him along. So I don't know. It's it, maybe maybe you could see him in you know rise through the ranks, and that would be real interesting if you know you hear about him. You know, okay, Dan Johnson's on the biscuits. He's doing good. Oh shit, he's on the stone crabs. He's doing good. Oh, he's in Durham. What the fuck? And then, <laughs> and then uh, when if he gets to Durham, that's when it becomes a legitimate. That's like, when you're like. This is going to no, happen. You know what? I'm pretty sure that a, a major league pitcher could work to some degree, or or vice versa in the you know the double A system because they've they've been in the majors. You know they've been around. That's true. But baseball being what it is, I really don't think I don't think you see a guy like reinvent himself as a pitcher and then make it to the roster or the bigs that year. I mean this this will be like a, a a two three year sort of thing if we ever see him. But it's just I don't know. It's just funny. Oh, it's definitely unheard of. What I don't know. What if? What if he just ha- happens to have a ridiculous yeah, knuckleball? He could throw it for strikes, and then all of a sudden he's in the he's in the he's in the big leagues. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. I mean, that's all he needs to do: throw the knuckleball for strikes, and then maybe maybe throw in a fastball every once in a while, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> the eighty-one mile an hour fastball. Yeah. <laughs> but I, who knew? Who knew? God. Okay. Uh, let's take a quick commercial. Or, well, we're not even going to take a quick commercial break. We're just going to take a break real quick. Bip. So for you listeners, it'll be instantaneous. Uh, for us, we're going to, you know, we're going to reload, uh, you know, regroup. And then the last 30 minutes of the podcast, we are going to talk all football, all free agency. Um, well, that didn't take long. It didn't take long. The no. Super Bowl, the regular NFL regular season is done. Yeah. One- Officially. Two days into free agency, we must talk. It's it's officially the 2016 NFL season. So, fucking NFL just reaching their dick across in every every month of the year. Excuse me, pardon me. Baseball, yeah, ah, free agency. Okay, this football's football's time now. Crack of the bats and get out of my way. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, let's, let's, let's pause it and then, uh, let's talk some football. See how instantaneous that was for you listeners? Whoop. It's like we weren't even gone. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll put a commercial in there somewhere. It's still deciding. That's all up in the air. All up in the air. We'll see. I like that movie with George Clooney and Anna Kendrick. <laughs> I think it was called Up. Oh, yes. was that Up? No. George it... Clooney was the, uh, the wife. She died. What? Yeah. No, no. That's not at all what that was. Yeah, I saw that movie. The no. old guy, the house he tied balloons to it. That was Ed Asner. No, I'm pretty sure that was George Clooney. Okay, Nick. <laughs> George Clooney in Up. Starring. And then it was, oh, and then it was Ed Asner in Up in the Air with Anna Kendrick, where they fucking have, yeah, all kinds of. Uh, yeah. What am go. I thinking? What am I thinking? Oh, boy. Mm. I want to see that movie. Actually, I would like to see that movie. Ed Asner is in Up. Okay, so football. Just got my paper here. 
Uh oh. Be like Adam Schefter. It's it is so crazy how the NFL just takes over. Like, do you, should free agency barges its way in? Yeah. Should it be like that big of a topic, really? Yeah, if it's your favorite sport, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's America's favorite sport. It's the biggest sport in the country. So, it's uh, I guess it's a, a big big deal, but it just seems a little silly to me that, that everybody gets so worked up over free agency. I, I think it's. It, now nowadays, I mean, like back into the NFL, like it's the long break, and the thing is, is it hasn't it's not really been that long, if you think about how long ago the Super Bowl was, but right. yeah, it's, it's been a long time for players, especially if you haven't been on a good enough team. This is probably like their five o'clock wake up call to uh, start their their off season training regiment. I'm sure. Yeah, guys, everybody put down all your bongs and crack pipes and get in shape. Yeah, stop beating your wives and uh, stop, uh, you know, just stop spending money frivolously and banging hot chicks. It's time to focus on football again. <laughs> yeah, that was a great four weeks off, everybody. Yes, nobody got arrested. Ha <laughs> ha, here, here. Resume all normal activity. Carry on. They want, somebody gets arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. It's, you know, I mean, nobody's more, you know, I I love this week. It's this week is so much fun to be on Twitter because it's just it's fun to watch. Number one, the and there's lots of bears to poke. There's lots of bears to poke. Yeah, there's lots of shit to be talked. You know, you watch you sit there and you you watch the Chris Mortensons, the Ian Rappaport's, the Adam Schefter's. You just watch them work like hamsters and just constantly update Twitter and you watch the it's overreaction them, like, busy yes it's it's funny to, it's just fun to see like all this shit go down and then like you oh it's the it's the greatest week for twitter nick i'm telling you because like then you have like the fake accounts like the fake jake lasers that got oh yeah those are awesome did you see what happened no i don't I, you oh know my god you know. so so jay glazer a uh, fake jay glazer account so these people nick they'll they'll go oh i know the i know about the fake accounts yeah i did it i did it for uh Allegedly did it for Mark Tompkin. I I, I made a, a fake Mark Tompkin account and called myself uh, <laughs> TBT Cubs and kind of just you know made it like a love letter to Joe Madden saying I love Joe Madden he's the best. It got you know it got banned. I'm sure he reported me. But um, so these people they'll 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 just make their accounts look exactly like Ian Rappaport or, or uh, just with their own news with their own news. And one of them was a Jay Glazer one that reported that uh, uh, Oliver Vernon got signed to the Jaguars for some kind of crazy huge deal. I think Oliver Vernon or Werner or whatever, Vern, I think it's Vernon, um, signed to the Jaguars. And so Trey Wingo on ESPN reports it live on TV. And then Adam Schefter is like, uh, wait, here, maybe I got the, I might have the, the clip for you. What was it like a fake or something? Yeah, it was a fake. So they no had, shit. They yeah, actually ran a fake. Uh, <laughs> so it got it got on the ESPN. ESPN, take that. Yeah, because I guess like whatever whatever intern or or fucking uh, insider guy uh, didn't didn't vet it close enough, um, and you know they reported it live on the air. So that, was that great. just shows that they. They truly are the they they eat out all the th- like whatever the dribble comes out and then they just yeah. regurgitate it for everybody. Wait, else. I think I have it right here. Let me see. In Cincinnati, 
Meanwhile, we have this breaking news in here on NFL Live, and it's going to continue to break in all day. We were just talking about the Dolphins pulling the transition tag off Olivier Vernon. Olivier. He's staying in Florida. He's going to Jacksonville. Olivier Vernon will be joining <laughs> the likes of Malik Jackson, who is also heading to Jacksonville. So there is a lot of going on. Portray Wingo. That deal that yeah, Portray Wingo. will be going to the Jacksonville Jaguars for like one of the only good guys left on the network. $75.5 million they cut to Adam Schefter, who's like, well, this is a situation where Jacksonville was always going to get in on him right oh, away, shit. and they got there. You see the numbers there. It was going to be a big deal. They didn't hold back. They wanted to get this deal done. And hmm. I didn't know if this happened. Before he's even pulled, or right after it's pulled, he gets that deal done with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville adds Adam Schefter, just like it talking about it like he knows what the fuck's going on. And then they show his credentials like, he's covered the NFL since 1964. Don't you just love it? Like, do you ever go on our I Am Very Smart? Yes. Yes. That's one of my new favorites. Oh, God. That's pretty much like that's all these guys are. My expert resources are reporting. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm sorry that you guys don't seem to understand this, but, uh, you know, when it comes to football analysis, I think I know a little bit of what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. There, buddy. Yeah. So why don't you, uh, I don't want you back off. Yeah. That's, I thought that was funny. And then, yeah. Adam Schefter. Poor, poor, this reminds me of, I, I am very smart. Poor Schefter. Poor Shefty. I, I, you know, I got respect for a few people at ESPN. You know, Adam Schefter, he's just he's just doing his job. He's a reporter. You know, he's just reporting what he hears. And Troy, the Trey Wingos and the uh, uh, who's the bald guy? Um, oh God, who's the bald guy? Anyways, ESPN, fuck him. Um, so, but it's just like it's it's my favorite time of year for just for the the Twitter bullshit, the overreactions, and the uh, the fans. That are like, we're winning the Super Bowl. Oh shit, we got we got uh, fuckface Mc McShane sweet. <laughs> yeah, we're get, we're winning it all. This. We're winning it all, baby. This is I our gotta, year. We we do got to interrupt for one thing. Uh, Derek uh, has posted it's a boy. Oh, are you serious? I'm and gonna the, cry. Uh, Don't make me cry. That's so awesome. Mazel tov. Congratulations go out to. Mr. Derek Schorpel, host of the Oversell podcast. Uh, it's a boy. He's having he's having himself a little baby boy, and uh, let's all let's all raise our glasses out there in podcast yep, land, everybody, to, uh, the, to the ether. And uh, let's congratulate. I'm going to go on Twitter too tonight and blizz that's blizz awesome, Twitter man. up. That's so Congrats. awesome. You're you're making a small little you're making a small wrestler. He's going to be like whatever whatever you name uh, whatever you name your kid. They're going to be like Jr. is going to be like Blackout. Oh my God, that's 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 Chappelle's music, and then he's gonna come out of the womb and <laughs> he's gonna come out of the womb. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, anyways, congrats, congrats to you, Chappelle. Congrats. He did some sort of emoji. I can't tell what it was, but yeah, I was about to say I see a box. But before we get into box news, do you want to kind of cover some of the the craziness that's gone down? In the league, or should we do that yeah, after? Let's, or let's what? get the big, big, big one out of the way. Okay, um, you want to talk? Peyton Manning retired. Yeah, uh, I no surprise to me, really. Not at all. 
None, none at all. But let me ask you something. Is it kind of tainted with all of these like recent allegations that have come out? In my opinion, no. Okay. Maybe in the public's opinion, a little bit. I, I would say, yeah, I, some of it has been maybe not tarnished, but it's taken away from the positive. Right. And uh, I saw this on Forbes uh, this week. I, I think, you know, it's been reported all over the place, but he is the uh, highest paid athlete ever. You want to take a guess? At how much he's just made off of his contracts alone, just made off of being an NFL player. Uh, Eighteen years of being a professional football player, give or take, max salary for and a he, few. And I believe that he he's spent a couple of years as the highest paid player in the league, at least. Uh, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and venture six hundred and fifty thousand or six hundred and fifty million. Mm, you are you're pretty high. You're pretty high. Um, it's ah, uh, that this according I know to nothing about numbers. This according to Forbes, uh, Peyton Manning has made two hundred and forty-eight million dollars on the field, which is that which makes him the highest-paid player ever. Which, when you think about it, really isn't that much. I'm just about to say, I thought I thought it'd be much more than that. Yeah, it, I mean, when you which will kind of serve to a point that I'm going to make later in the podcast, which is. You know the 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 this this I think shows you more than anything that um, the players that the, these contract numbers that get thrown out there like oh my god Brock Osweiler's getting X million amount of dollars he's not really getting that money like if no, you, I bet if you go back and add up all of the contract numbers that have been reported for Peyton Manning it would it would likely double two hundred forty eight million dollars yeah I would say yeah probably around four hundred. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I think in the last couple of years, I saw two ninety million dollar contracts, and you know, I'm not, I'm not so naive to believe that he made that much money in the last couple of years. It's, it's just a, it's kind of a uh, interesting thing. Perlet, it's a big number. Interesting. That's interesting. That might. Well, so, um, go ahead. I was more shocked by the actual the news that to find out that the Broncos have no quarterbacks now. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a thing. I don't know what that's, that what so that funny. is. You go from that to well, <laughs> I don't know why you. Uh, ah, that's just that. You know the Broncos, if they keep that defense intact, which I don't, you know, I don't know if they will, but I mean they're still going to be a contender next year. They still, I mean, yeah, still got the talent around them. But whether or not they make it to the playoffs, they're still. I mean, I think they'll still be at least a, a competitive team. You know what, Denver is is a case study because you know there's always that what if scenario, kind of like what we're going to be going with, uh, or not what we're going with through Stamkos, but kind of like with the professional, you understand that you're only going to get a certain amount of time out of them. So yeah. do you do you push your luck and ride that that? old steed and ride him into the dirt or do you go get a new one and let the other one go who do you get though i mean who's out i'm just there? saying denver shop <laughs> well man who's i think fitzpatrick's the best free agent quarterback ah uh, yes that is a very interesting option um but they're also rumored to be going after colin kaepernick i think that's a mistake i don't i don't it's a huge mistake yeah. he's terrible yeah, I, I you know I don't want to say he's terrible. I think, he, but I think he's I'd he's good. He's good in the right system. 
I think good he's good. Terrible. He's good under the right circumstances. Yeah, he good. Now, I'm good sure. If, I'm sure if Jonathan, our uh, our third co-host, or I guess you know, I think he would disagree if he's listening to this. But um, I don't know. No, he'd agree with me. Oh no! I, oh, he'd definitely agree with you. That's what I'm saying. He would disagree <laughs> with me. But um. It, another interesting I, I option. More, I was just really surprised that after all that, after Brock Osweiler said all he said, and and uh, he ended up going to Houston. Well, but look, then I don't it think kind of made it clear to me that they they kind of ran him off. They did a little bit by uh, sending him in the playoffs, never giving the guy a chance to 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 show what he had. I mean, maybe after pretty much getting them there. Yeah, I mean, Denver got there. And they won, so you know on it's defense. it's on defense. But maybe they could have cruised there a little bit, you know, easier had Osweiler. But who know who the fuck knows? Um, it, it's an interesting thing to me because at the same time you got Houston who is spending money on another backup quarterback. Which, I mean, when when has that ever really worked? You got you know Nick, you know recently Nick Foles, um, uh, Matt Schaub comes to mind. Uh, Jesus Christ, Rob Rob Johnson comes to mind with I was the just Bucks. About to say, like, how many on our team? Yeah, Sims. Yeah, how many? Well, I mean, Matt Castle. How many? How many teams have paid for the the, the backup that had a couple of good years or just, that, that did well? Which and they, I, they just go throw a contract. Class by Fitzpatrick is yeah. a very good backup. Well, they're all waiting for the next Favre. You know, Favre was the famous backup that that shined, or you know that that showed potential and then another team goes and steals him away fucking rob wolf for the packers goes and signs Favre and becomes his hall of fame quarterback uh you know everybody's waiting for that uh, but it just i don't know if the- i feel like i feel like nfl owners fall in love with the fairy tale yeah well who knows brock i i, I haven't paid I know, much but attention look what's going on in nd right now with andrew luck they don't know what kind of fucking quarterback they have i still think andrew luck's a, a top five quarterback in the league I'm not saying I'm, a bad year. It's well, I'm actually I am saying I'm not sure about that because he he regressed to a, a great degree last year. He didn't have the team around him this the last year. You're right. You're right. But it, it's you know my statement still stands. Plus, plus he's a young dude. He's still pretty young. I mean, Cam Newton. Look at the team Cam Newton has around him, and he went to the Super Bowl. Now look at the team that that Andrew Luck has around him, and he. He he's managed to to bring him to the playoffs. I I don't know. I think that's eh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Go um, fuck yourself. That's my argument. Hi, hello, Ella or Cappy. What? I heard some noise in the background. Oh yeah, no, I just adjusted my seat. Oh, okay. Um, it's 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 interesting, and I I see a lot of I see a lot of people jumping to these crazy conclusions about Osweiler and the these and are the, crazy. Yeah, I mean. For the Broncos, I think they're fine with that defense. I think they can they can put in, you know, they can they can go pick Dilfer off the goddamn ESPN desk and and still probably make it to the playoffs on that defense alone. Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I I you know you see RG three, you see uh, Colin Kaepernick's name brought up. You see even Mike Glennon has been mentioned as like a possible option for them. I think. I don't know. I think they ought to go get like a just a dude, <laughs> put a dude in there and see what happens. 
or or they might just draft a guy. Maybe they just should draft. I was him. just about to say, like, they might just go the the build him up route. Yeah. I don't even know what's in the draft this year, and I'm very Neither happy about that. I'm Me glad too. I know nothing about the draft yet. I am generally okay with not I, – I don't know shit about the draft. I don't know who we need to draft or what. <laughs> you know how it's funny as Bucks fans, we're like, we got a quarterback. Ah, fucking you know what? Maybe we'll maybe I'll talk to Kyle Marks, and we'll, get him, we'll finally get him on the fucking podcast before uh, the draft season, and then he can tell us what's going to happen. And we say, oh, okay, good. <laughs> Hopefully that happens. If not – I want to I get back into playing games. Especially going into the slow season, I want to do more games. I think we can do that. You know what we ought to do is do, finally do, like, our top ten or our, our top five running backs, our top five receivers, top five defenses. I want to do your top five sports figures. Well, that'll be for another podcast. I want to be, Yeah, I was about to say that'll be a top five That'll podcast. be a top five podcast. But, I mean, for for the Bay, because we did our top five quarterbacks already. Yes, we did. So we got to yes. do, like, top five running backs and everything, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess that's the, bit, the the huge news, right? Olivier Vernon went for to league wide. Yeah, yeah, went to to New York. You know, a lot of the a lot of the corners that people wanted us to get her off the board. Uh, I believe Matt Forte went to the Jets, and did. Chris Ivory went to the Jaguars. I think there's like talk. There was some sort of trade talk between the Jets and the the 49ers for Kaepernick. Some some something's going on. Um, but who knows? Who the fuck knows? Marco Murray got traded. Oh yes, to Tennessee. And apparently, he said jokingly that he had God, he had a year off. Good for him, Tennessee. Hey, get the fuck out of there, Tennessee. All of a sudden, now they're, they're. I like how they're building around Mariota. That's a that's a good thing for them. Yeah. Hopefully, they go and draft. I, I, I pray for patience with them. They need to go get a, an offensive line, though. Is what they need to keep yeah. that kid on his um, feet. I mean, well, I know Mariota's. I know Mariota's a running quarterback, but I mean, at a certain point, need a line. yeah, you need, you need an offensive line. I mean, look what they Brother. did in Seattle. Supposedly, Russell Wilson's a scramble quarterback, and they still have a pretty solid line. Oh well, I don't know. Last year, they didn't have a real good line, and uh, they even got worse just recently. They did get worse. In fact, I think one of their one of their uh, guards got signed away by some fucking scrub ass team. Yeah, some dumbass down in <laughs> somebody South, somebody uh, overpaid that motherfucker and just gave him all kinds of money. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, what was that? What was it? That, that that was us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> pulling on my collar. <sighs> Sorry. So, uh, Jr. Sweezy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. My name is Jr. Sweezy. That's a that's a cool name. I was watching. Uh, I saw a couple of. Uh, I, I was watching some film on him today. I know that sounds yeah. like a fucking douchebag thing to say, but I, I was legit watching film on him. There's a there's a YouTube video out there. If you if you go to our Buccaneers, it's actually uh, Tom Cable. Really? Yeah, Tom Cable breaks down uh, Jr. Sweezy. So he, so you know, obviously they're breaking down his highlight plays where he's doing well. And the one thing that I come you know I come away from that video with is okay. He's got a lot of uh, speed and quickness. You know, he's a very quick guy. He's very fast, but he doesn't appear to be very strong to me. He doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like he has a lot of strength. And that was confirmed because there's, there's another thread on our Buccaneers that has, uh, J.R. Sweezy's, it's just a bunch of gifts, uh, from Seattle. Some of them are good. Just him getting beat. No, some of them are good. Some of them are legitimately good. 
Some of them are bad. And and where they're bad is where he's just getting overpowered. Just overpowered. And you know, when Wait, it's so we wh- got another undersized guard. What yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. When it's mano y mano, he it looks like he sort of gets beat. So, you know, when we're talking, you know, pulling assignments or him getting upfield, him blocking, you know, blocking upfield, blocking two different guys, something like that, or you know, blocking a guy with momentum. Perhaps that he he's good, but it seems like when he's when it's mano a mano that he has the advantages or you know a that disadvantage to me, man. What's that? <laughs> he's a run blocker, not a pass blocker. You are exactly right. You are exactly right. I thank you for that. Yes, we are putting the premium on run blocking is what we're doing with, with Jarrett Sweezy. Why would we put a premium on run blocking? Oh, geez. I don't know. Maybe because we just fucking paid some dude. We just paid him a fucking 35. Oh, wait. He's right. We signed a, a free agent. Where did he play last year? He played for the Bucks. What? Played what? for the Buccaneer. We signed a Buccaneer. That shitty-ass team. We signed, a, we signed one of those dudes. What was their record? Jesus Christ. You think this guy's going to help us? <laughs> another, another reason why another reason why I love Twitter this week it was because the uh, the infighting between like the Bucks fans and the me- like the Bucks media was like going back and forth about like who who made the decisions in the front office for free agent was it Jason Leiter was it Levy Smith and then is Doug is Doug Martin really worth it or is he not like you know you had you had one camp that was like oh you got to keep Doug Martin and you had the other camp that was like ah fuck him we can go get another running back yeah what's his name what's the four o'clock or the three o'clock asshole for six twenty uh, Steve Dumag yeah he's like dime a dozen it, Ru- running backs are a dime a dozen it's it was just funny watching them go back and forth this week and it was funny to like troll. And just like, because I would, I would come out and tweet and be like, Doug Martin sucks, <laughs> you know that kind of shit. <laughs> it's just, it was just so funny. Uh, ultimately, I think it's not a bad thing to to resign him, especially for five years, thirty five million. No, it's a bit of stability. Yeah, he's not, you know, he's not the top paid running back in the league right now. I mean, every team... or should he be? But I think he got, I think he got exactly what his league value had him at. That's why he stayed here. Yeah, and. and I I said it like this a couple of podcasts ago. I don't know if it was the last podcast or the one before that, but I said, you know, you got you know you want to retain your talent. You know, you want to retain the guys that you draft. And so far, Doug Martin was drafted in, in 2012, right? So you signed Doug Martin to a big contract. Levante David, who was also in the 2012 draft class. I mean, we know everybody knows we signed him to a big contract last year. Yeah. And then Keith Tandy was also signed to a contract this year. I mean, no, nobody's real talk because he's kind of a, you know, he's he's a lower a level guy, guy. but he's you a know, special teams guy. He's still a 2012 draft class guy that we yeah. we signed. So there, there's three guys from that 2012 draft class that we've retained, and to sort of put that into perspective, there is nobody on the team from the 2011 draft class. Yep. So, I mean, well, you know, if you want to even put your bigger stamp of approval, the other pick in that, the other pick that you're alluding in that draft was. Um, plays plays for the uh, Redskins now. He's a linebacker. Mark Barron. Mark Barron. Mark yeah. Barron. Just, he just he, got a contract. He's got paid. Yeah, yeah. And Mark Barron, I think, was a situation where 
Shiano. He was dr- misscouted. He, I don't think he was. Mi- no, he was scouted perfectly because on Shiano's defense, he did he did quite well. I'm not misscouted. Sorry, I meant like he's they we put him in the system wrong. A square peg round hole. A square peg round hole. I I I wish him nothing but success because I still think I think he is a top safe. I I think he still has the potential to be the, a top safe in this league, and and he was paid to be a top safety in this league. So, um, you know, good for him. I, I'm so I'm happy that he got a contract, and I'm happy that he's still successful. I have nothing but good things to say about him. Good for good for Mark Barron. Um, but I think here's what I wanted to bring up. I I can't remember the last time that we had this sort of a core team. You know what I mean? Like a bunch of guys that we can like. Oh, him, 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 and him. Yeah, a bunch of guys to build off of. I mean, you got. I mean, let's start right. Let's start with, uh, you know, the longest tenured guy. You got you got Gerald McCoy. I mean, he's your defensive tackle. He is your All Pro defensive tackle. He's a dude that's gonna anchor down your your defensive line. Whatever fucking hater ass thing you want to say for him, you know, he's not good. He's great. Or no, he's not great. He's good. Whatever. 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 He's still a really good player, and he's still there, and he's 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 gonna be a buck for his entire career. So you, you start with him, and then you got Levante David, and then you got guys like um, uh, Jameis Winston, one of the, the the newest addition. Mike Evans. You got Doug Martin. Uh, you got Vincent Jackson's coming back. Yeah, you got Vincent Jackson coming back. You got a lot of guys who've been here for a long time, and then who who we have resigned to be here for a long time. Yeah, that's a really good sign. That's like that's a sign of a team. That's that a non-toxic team. Yeah, that's not that. That's not constant roster turnaround. When you have constant roster turnaround, that's that means you're a bad team. That means things are going bad. But when you're resigning from within and you're resigning guys that you've drafted, that is a really good thing. So, you know, did we overpay for Martin? I, I don't know. I don't personally. I don't think so. And I think it's a no, good thing we that we just, have. We I think we adequately paid. I don't think we got a deal here. And yeah. I think that's maybe. I think a lot of fans were upset that Doug Martin didn't give Tampa Bay the hometown discounts, you know, yeah. quote unquote hometown discount. Well, you know who said it perfectly, and and I, you know, I don't like to to, to uh, accept uh, credit for something that some, anybody else has said. So I he- I heard this on the morning on uh, Rick Stroud this morning said uh, he said that I don't think that either side got exactly what they wanted, which is a good thing, you know. Oh yeah, Doug Martin did, didn't get exactly what he wanted, and the Bucks didn't get exactly what they wanted. So it's there you go. That's a good thing, you know. Every, you it's know, called I, compromise, they guys. Met, they met in the middle and shook hands, and that's a good. That's a great and, thing. And let's be honest, he's still got a lot of fucking money. Yeah, we're building something here. What was it thirty-five million guaranteed? Third, yeah, there was a, there was a lot of money guaranteed, which is. Which is still kind of a bunch of horseshit because you know that money's split up over a, a certain amount of years, yeah, quote unquote, quote and they they could restructure before five years are up. So when they say when they say even when they say guaranteed money, it's not guaranteed money. It's you know it's it's guaranteed over the length of the contract, which they can fucking just restructure. I hate how people are like, oh my god, look at the contract numbers, look at all this bullshit. Shut the fuck, shut up. You're not reading the contract. You don't know what kind of... No, you know what's fully guaranteed? Baseball salaries. Baseball salaries, yeah. Is Doug Martin a fucking third baseman? No? Then shut up. Like, he's not making five years, $35 million worth of whatever million dollars signing bonus. No, he's not. I'm sorry. He's just not. He's he's going to make... 
you know, you don't know what kind of de-escalators are in the contract. You don't know, you don't know what kind of performance incentives are in the contract. Yeah, you don't know what kind of criteria it is. You don't yeah. want to know what he meets. You don't know what he exceeds. Yeah, they're just giving you the sticker price. They're, you know, they're they're saying everybody always likes to pretend they know because they give you the the Pro Bowl bonus. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, he made the Pro Bowl. No, that's like so I can piss and moan about it. Exactly. But I think I think that the the big takeaway here, you know, not being pessimistic or anything, the big takeaway here is that we're building something. I mean, we're 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 signing from within. We're retaining players. We have a core of talent that could start on any team and that any team would want. And you know, it's it's just gonna you, you got to build off of that. Got to build off of that. I think the big the big thing for next year. That'll tell me, or that will determine our success is, of course, Jameis Winston. You know, it has to be. I mean, we the the Bucks rise and fall with Jameis. Yeah, I sat here and I've said on this podcast that, uh, you know, if we get eight wins, I'll eat my hat. And for us to to even touch that, Jameis Winston's got to have a better year than last year. And if yeah, he, he's going to stop making the mistakes he did in the first third of the last season. So if you see that happen next year, then oh boy, yeah, get that hat ready. Yeah, oh, just get get a lot of hats ready because you're going to be out there. You're going to be out there in Target buying fucking NFC Championship hats because Ooh. that's what's going to happen. We win the Super Bowl. You have to win the Super. You have to eat the Super Bowl hat. Yeah, and I'm not. And I'm not saying that's going to happen next year. I'm just saying if he improves from last year. Oh yeah, then, I, no, I got what you meant. Yeah, then look out because that—that's a team on the rise. I mean, you got you that signals that okay, we found our quarterback, uh, and usually, typically, I mean, year three is where uh, shit shit starts to happen, even year two. But yeah, I, I would still say year three under Young Jameis is where you you where you start looking. Yeah, next for, year we're gonna see the the we're gonna see a glimpse of that horizon. Yeah quarterback yeah he's yeah. gonna polish some things up he's still gonna get a little messed up you gotta you know if if you're going into next year as a bucks fan and not expect james winston to fumble a ball or throw a pick when he was trying to make a play it's gonna happen it's just gonna happen less that's yeah. it yeah that's what you want to see and you want to you want to see less of the mistakes and more you know less Look, of the good more of the ah. Yeah, more of, a, more of yeah. the good, less of the bad. That's what exactly. I'm yeah. He's been compared to Brett Favre for a reason. He's a gunslinger. You're going to see picks. You're going to see picks on his great seasons. That's just what he's going to do. I don't know if that comparison's fair, though, because a lot of the picks that I saw last year, a lot of them weren't his fault. Some of them definitely, definitely were. But, you know. Yeah, was... I've seen some ugly picks from him. <laughs> yeah. I think that, but there's, there's some where, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure you can say the same thing about Favre. Too. Cut him. Cut him. Cut him. Get him out of here, the fucking bum. Let's get <laughs> let's let's trade for that Osweiler guy. Oh, so I do there is some weird crossover news that I got. What's um, that? He is a free agent. He uh he's actually quite famous. He made an all-star appearance um for the for a team last year. And uh, or not last year, the year before last year. So You mean a Pro Bowl? He's trying to What was that? You mean a Pro Bowl appearance? No, I'm in an all-star. Oh. Nate Robinson of the NBA is trying to become an NFL player. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> Who? What? Yeah. Well, apparently he went to um, Washington uh, College, and he got a, co- a scholarship there for football. And uh, then he switched to basketball. Wow. So, yeah, his 31-year-old 
ass is trying to get in the NFL after his really brief NBA career is over. I wonder. Is it like what? I wonder if like maybe like a tight end or something. No, man, he's five eight. Oh no, sir! Nate Robinson, the tiny, tiny one. Five foot eight, hundred eighty pounds. Stop it! Stop it right now! (laughs) Go away. (laughs) Go yeah, go away. Unless you're, you're unless you're a famous anymore. Fucking freak of nature, like you might be f- super fast. Well, he is a freak of nature because he's five eight and can dunk. Okay, I guess. Well, he's got a vert, but like if it, it, it no, that's not gonna work. Sorry. I, I, I would understand if he's like if he's like six foot nine or you know six foot anything over six foot five. And yeah, two hundred and forty like pounds. He'll come in and try and be a yeah. Yeah, if come like in LeBron and try James be, yeah. type of a player wanted to come in and be like, oh okay, he could probably do it really well. I'm a tight end. I'm sure you can catch a couple passes, something like that. Yeah, but no, not this guy. Sorry. Yeah, not not this guy. Not this time. So what are your going back to the Bucks? What are your thoughts of how they've done so far in the free agency? I mean, I'm I'm seeing a lot um, of I'm op- cautiously optimistic because I feel like. We've we got the running back back. We've got plugged a hole a on, on our the hole that a uh, you know a big hole that became apparent when Logan Mankins retired this offseason. Right. So okay, we addressed that immediately. So okay, back, technically, I'd say we're probably about a C plus. I mean, you got a lot of fans that are saying, "Oh, well, we didn't get, we didn't get to hear Whitehead or yeah, Olivier John a, or Vernon." It wasn't a very sexy market. People, people always want to see the big, the big splash in free agency, and I just, I like the way the Bucks have gone gone about it, and just I do know, too. Resign one of your core the, guys. The, going after the big names and the big strikes just it, it got us nowhere. Yes, I think that this is this is a long term process to me. I think that the Bucks are looking long term, and they're looking. I'm sure they're looking at the draft. They're looking to, to to keep guys on their roster that they have now, and you know they're not they're not going to go out and spend a bunch of money on guys that just don't work. I mean, look at look at our last few free agents that we've signed. You know, you got uh, Anthony Collins and the George Johnsons and the Alteron Verners that have just, just nothing, not much, not not a whole lot, not a whole lot for us anyway. Yeah, where's our big where's our big free agent guy who's who's performing well? Vincent Jackson, that's about it, right? Who else can you name? Uh Evan, Evan Dietrich Logan Smith. Mankins, oh wait, he retired. Oh Logan Megan, yeah, yeah. He was he did well. That was a trade though. So I mean that's not a Okay, big... so yeah, very, very, okay, that wasn't even a free agent. Okay. Yeah. Um Good God, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I don't think the I don't think that person exists. Exactly. So to calm down. Calm down. You you build teams from this is we're building teams how you how you're supposed to build a team. What have we done? We've we've resigned a guy from within that has performed well from us, that has good track record with us, and that performs well in our offense. Retain your own talent. You retain that guy, and you go get some more talent. You know, and build off of everything. Build off the momentum. So I like that. I, I, I think I'm, I'm okay with where we are right now. I think I'm, everybody's a calm. Dare I say down. optimistic about the Bucks? Me too. Me too. Quit your bitching. And by optimistic, I mean I just think well, I I just. I don't know. If was, I don't know. I don't know. Still, I, I still. Let me see what how the draft pans out. Let me see how the team starts to shape up. An improvement on last year would be nice. Eight wins would be amazing. That's again my ceiling. A wild card berth would be perfect. No, I don't think so. 
But you know, if that's it's certainly possible if Jameis improves. So oh yeah, well knows. if Jameis goes off, then you know, I, I I see I see New Orleans being worse this year because they're clinging to a dying system yeah. slash. I, I don't know what they're doing. They're, they're in the they're, death throes of their glory years. Exactly. They're like the Atlanta Bucks seems circa two thousand eight. Fuck's going on. Yep. Um, and Carolina's not going to be as good as last year, so there's going to be some more wins in there for us. No, Carolina's going to be the shit next year. Come on, yeah, but they're not going to go 15 and one. Why does everybody? Well, of course not. But <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, okay, I I, I smell what you're stepping in, but I still think they're going to be the same good team that they were last. Oh, year. they're going to win the division. Oh yeah, I think yeah, Easy. I think they're your front runner <laughs> for a division winner. But I mean, I'm, I'm I don't see them like. I, well, we I, could take one from them. I um, perhaps I love the people that say like oh they're phonies like no they're not no, phonies they're not. <laughs> no no no, no <laughs> they were in the Super Bowl for fuck's sakes I mean I know they took a big dump in the Super Bowl but still Super Bowl yeah but I don't know if it's a real dump when it's against a team like Denver's defense right they still got their quarterback they still got that defense so look out ah is there anybody else I don't, was there anything else with free agency no I think that's that's all I wanted to cover really that's all I got yeah cool cool. Wow. Yeah, that's it. Podcast so, over. Um I've got I've got a question for you to ponder. Okay. It's a would you rather. All right. All right. Would you rather be the equivalent of Wayne Gretzky? Michael Jordan, pick your sport, pick whatever, you know, I think, I, I think you go you down got, to be the best. You gotta go Gretzky, right? Because Gretzky was like Well, I'm saying whatever sport you want to be the you know, hockey, then yeah, be Gretzky. Okay. If you want to go baseball, go Babe Ruth or anywho. Pick Pick whoever you want. Be the best. Mike Trout. You get to be that. Yeah, okay. You get to be <laughs> Mike, Mike Trout or Superman. Ooh. So would you rather go down and, and be the best athlete of all time? Holy that shit. That's a great one. Or be a super fucking human? Um, I have an answer to that, and it might, it might surprise you. But really? I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the best at my sport. <laughs> yeah. Because you think about all the other stuff that it comes with being a superhero. Yeah. You got to save people. There's a certain obligation for you to do things. Yeah, you got to see a lot of death and destruction. Yeah, not to mention you're always, uh, like, you think being a celebrity's paparazzi? Try being a superhuman. Yeah, yeah. You got to deal with all the <laughs> bullshit of, like, oh, no, I, I honestly, I, I kind of expected that answer because that's when I, that's what I said. Like, I'd rather be the fucking, I want to be the best athlete. Yeah, Done. I'll go, yeah, I'll go with, uh, Gretzky. I'll be the Gretzky of my sport. I think I'll go even for. I mean, go more specific. I'll be the. I want to be Martin Broder. The Martin. Okay. I, I want to be the, the either the the Jordan or the Gretzky. Flip a coin. I'll be one of those guys. You want to be basketball? That sounds fun. No, no, no. For just for my respective sport, I'd say That's whatever. Pick whoever you want. Okay. I want to be a. I want to be a quarterback that three peats a Super Bowl. Ooh. MVP all ever. three times. Boom. No question. And then I break every record. No, no, that's a little too much. I don't know. <laughs> and then I make all that you endorsement money from Superman. Nike. You could. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gave up being. <laughs> that's my press conference. I gave up being Superman for this, okay? <laughs> Nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. But <laughs> since you're just this phenomenal athlete, we're like, okay. Look, fine. I had this podcast. We did this whole thing. You, you can understand it's a different universe. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, make sure you go to sharkdropper.com. Uh, Nick and I do several podcasts, 10 of them 
10 of them, in fact. So you can check those all out on sharkdropper.com. They're all there for you to uh, see and enjoy. We have a, a neo-noir detective series. Uh, Nick stars in a end-of-the-world fictional podcast. Kind of like Sci-Fi Apocalyptico. Sci-Fi Apocalyptico. Uh, um, we, we rate review horror the, games. A, a cop comedy. I we're, believe there's we're, a we're in a cop comedy that there's only two episodes of, and I don't know if that's gonna there's gonna be. Three I don't know. Episodes I want of. that to continue. I love those episodes. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. It's it's a it's a whole thing. Hot Wheels. I need a Hot Wheels car. Hot Wheels car. Um. So yeah, that you can check all those out at SharkDropper.com as as well as the Shark Dropper podcast where we just talk a bunch of bullshit. Um. If you're feeling so inclined, rate and review us on iTunes takes a few seconds uh, five star rate us if you like and enjoy what we do uh if you want to support us in any other way you can go to sharkdropper.com next to the home button there's a button that says patreon uh and it's basically you pay some money you get some additional content uh, i've done a couple of solo podcasts where i just sit down and rant I, i'm gonna start that up again i think and then we oh we we're gonna a- start it up right around the draft time you and i are gonna start racing people oh yeah oh yeah that's right we're gonna have, we're gonna do a, a a Shark Dropper Studios combine where we all fucking do combine drills. We're gonna, we're gonna film do it. The the three cone shuffle, the shuttle, the uh, the forty yard forty yard dash, and what else? Maybe 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 we'll do the uh, the vert, the vertical. See what, yeah. what our vertical leaps oh, are. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that might be the one I can get you guys at. Of course, being the tallest, and being then I think the I got a fucking giant that you are. Yeah, and I can squat the most out of everybody, so I can probably get up the highest. I got the explosiveness. So, Ooh, can we do squats? Because I'd like to see if I could out squat you. You cannot out squat me. I didn't say I could. <laughs> I can like tell you that see. right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm no, I'm no fucking power lifter, but I, I know I got you on that. Like, let me, let me have that, okay? You'll beat me in a fucking foot race, but <laughs> but you can't out squat me. I don't even know if I could beat you in a foot race. I, we'll find out. I think, you, I think most can. I like a lifetime of growing up fat have have just given me the worst gait and like running <laughs> ability. So like, I have no confidence. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that you guys got me on that. But oh, awesome! Yeah, maybe, oh. maybe we will. Maybe I we'll can't do, wait to do that. Maybe we'll do a bench press thing, and everybody. Not, anyways, yeah, that that'll be Great. all on, and that'll be all on Patreon. Yes. So, uh, stay tuned for that. And if you want to, if you want to be a part of that, or if you want to see that, all it takes is is twelve dollars a year. Literally a dollar a month. It's nothing. I mean, a lot. A lot of folks do it. Our friend Anthony does don't it. Don't have coffee for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just you know, don't buy. It just it's it's twelve bucks. You spend twelve bucks on a whim all the time. So twelve bucks for a year. That's nothing. So, and you yeah. can feel good about yourself. Feel good about yourself that you, you supported small podcasting. So that was that. Any bull predictions for next week? Um. Nah, I don't, I don't. I was dead wrong with this one. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Okay, okay. Uh, my bull prediction, I will say that Robert Ayers, who is visiting the Buccaneers, will sign with the Buccaneers. We'll have a new defensive tack or defensive lineman. Ooh. And Robert Ayers. That's my bull prediction. That would be cool. And then if you want a real bold one, I say Drew Smiley throws a no hitter. In spring training, which which is not going to happen, but whatever. 
<laughs> That's so not important. Yeah, I know. I, I need to get out to spring game sometime. Anyway. Honestly, if they get to go to play um, play in um, Sarasota, that's not a bad drive, and it's actually quite a beautiful place to, to watch a baseball that's game. That's true. Or Bradenton, or uh, I don't know. It's such a good time to watch baseball around here. Dunedin, all the places that are really close to us. Clearwater, Port Charlotte, just a lot of good baseball around us right now. It's just fun to watch, and it's you know you it's cheap. You can go get a hot dog for for nothing. You can go get a seat for even less. And enjoy baseball. I don't know. I'm I'm very excited for baseball season. And oh, and you have every right to be. It's such a it's such a cool time a year. Really, it is. And this this year's tailgate party because we do a tailgate party every year. It's gonna yep. be off, it's gonna be off the fucking chain because we can all just meet at my place. You know, seriously, one person in the group can be the DD and we'll just rent a van. Yeah, everybody walk over there and then like we'll bring the grill and just, oh, it's going to be amazing. I'm thinking maybe we'll have like a word of bay sort of thing and have people oh, out there. Something definitely. like that. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe broadcast live from a tailgate and just have. And we can interact with the fans. You guys can come out and see us. Yeah, it'll be fun. So. Look forward to that. That'll be sometime. That'll probably be around like July ish. Usually we do it in July. So look forward to that. And when it's like blisteringly fucking hot out, we're not smart. No, we're not smart. But we are smart because we get we 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 show up at twelve and then we get the shade spot. Yeah, we get the shady spot. And then you, we grill a bunch of stuff. We get belligerently drunk and then we all walk home. So that's how that works. Okay, folks. I think I believe that was the podcast for this week. That was worth it, right? Yep. Okay, I'm Kyle. I am Nick. See you next week. Bye.